This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello and welcome to Ugly the Podcast, as hosted by me, Tills Wills, the host of Ugly the Podcast, as hosted by me, Tilly Wilson. On today's episode, I want to talk about how comparison kills individuality and it destroys confidence. I want to talk about the prevalence of social media and how easy it is to compare ourselves with someone that we may never meet and how accepting yourself and realizing that there is no such thing as a flaw will improve your mental health and absolutely change your life. I have been in, I would say, a creative and fashion kind of rut for a very long time. And it first started when I wanted to kind of take social media seriously, for example, posting on TikTok, posting on Instagram, creating this podcast. But because everywhere that I would look, I would find someone that had more followers than me, that was more successful than me, that was prettier than me, that was thinner than me, that had better sense of fashion, that posted more than me. Think of anything, any little thing about my life I found in someone else and I compared it. I would compare my body to people that were 30 years old and I don't know, they could have had work done. I didn't know that but at the time I was 16 years old and I was looking at these people and picking out any little thing that they had that I didn't and I didn't take into account that okay I'm 16 years old I'm not I haven't finished university I haven't gone off and made loads of money I haven't had any life experience to get me to the stage that they are now they've got 15 years on me I can't compare myself to someone that has took a completely different road we're all so unique as much as sometimes we think that we're not. We all have different situations and different life scenarios. So when you compare yourself to someone on, that you see on TikTok, that girl could be the most insecure she's ever been in her life. The way that she looks on that day, on that video that she's posting, she might have posted that with the intention of being like, oh God, I look terrible in this, but I just need to post something. You don't know, like my mum always says, Whenever we go out and I'm like, oh God, I feel really self-conscious. Like, look at how gorgeous that girl looks. I wish my hair looked like her. My mum says to me, well, that girl could be thinking the same exact thing. We compare ourselves to people not taking into account their situation. Which is a strange thing to think about because if you compare yourself to someone on the street, you don't think about like, oh my gosh, I've got to consider their feelings, you know? But I used to always, specifically on TikTok and Instagram because my goal was to, I don't know, have so many followers and be this successful and stuff like that, I would really beat myself up because I hadn't achieved that yet, but somebody else had. But that person could have been eight years older than me. They could be doing it for a decade, but I'd been doing it for a year. What I'm trying to say is that when you see someone in real life or social media and you go to compare yourself, take a step back and think, we are totally different people. We're totally different situations. They've had 
different experiences than me. And it might have taken them a year to look like that or five years to achieve that. But you can start now. But when you do go to compare yourself, take into account different situations that you might have had that they might not have done or they might not have done and you might have had. When I spoke about the fashion rut, I think that a lot of girls struggle with it too. I spoke to a couple of my friends about it and I was saying like for the past couple months, I've had no idea what to wear. And it's the craziest thing to say because right in front of me now, I've got one of those metal railings. I have, I'm gonna say 15 hangers on there. On each hanger, there's three items of clothing. In my drawers, my drawers are like breaking because they're full of clothes and I have another wardrobe here too. And then at home, I've got a chest of drawers and a wardrobe. But I look at them and I'm like, God, I've got nothing to wear. I've got, no-. you know, when you have clothes, but not outfits. And it is because when I look at TikTok or Pinterest or things like that for outfit inspiration, I almost get lost. I go down this kind of hole and I'm like, wait, I've got nothing to wear because I don't have this exact outfit. I'm looking for inspiration, but not taking into account what my personal style is. So as much as I could try on these outfits and buy these outfits, I'll wear them once and be like, "Mm, it doesn't feel like me, you know? Sometimes I need to think that TikTok and Pinterest are brilliant for inspiration, but also because there are so many different trends and fast fashion things. And for example, at the moment, 2024 trend prediction, leopard print. Interesting, because I honestly don't remember when leopard print went out of trends. (sighs) I just, when that came up, I, I like love the fashion girlies love love the leopard print love the leopard print with like capital l because it's never going to go out of fashion but like what i'm worried about is that it's going to be made into a fast fashion trend and in two months time it'll be in every single shop but no one will want to wear it anymore and everyone will be like "Mm, it's not that cool anymore what do you mean it's not cool anymore it's leopard print leave it alone but on tiktok there's obviously all the trends on different companies coming out with different lines of clothing every other week you know we lose the touch of what our own fashion sense is because we're constantly trying to keep up with what we think it is I see on my TikTok all the time like brands posting their new line or their new collaboration with a celebrity and stuff for example Pretty Little Thing I don't shop on Pretty Little Thing but I know that they have new collections released all the time And it's confusing because if you see new things being put up every single day, you're going to be consuming more and more, therefore not being able to find staple things that are your style. I've been really trying to accumulate like a, is it like a a capsule wardrobe where I've got plain tops, jeans, plain jackets and stuff like that, which I can mix and match with different patterns and textures and fabrics and stuff like that to create my own personal style. And I wouldn't have been able to achieve that unless I did compare myself. And the reason why I was in a fashion rut was because I was seeing so many things on my TikTok that I was comparing myself to what everyone else was wearing. And I was like, hang on a minute, I'm not wearing these, like the fast fashion items, therefore I need to buy them because I need to keep up to trend. You almost need to take a step back and be like, okay, I'm stuck in a rut of what I what I want to wear because I think I've got nothing to wear. But is it just because I'm listening to what people are forecasting as the current trend for the next week? Or is it that I just actually don't have anything to wear? 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With the concept of comparison, of course, it is quite detrimental to your confidence in general. Whenever I choose to compare myself to people, to girls specifically, and I'm going to put a trigger warning now because I'm not going to talk about like eating or anything like that, but I'm going to talk about body image. When I compare myself to girls with a different body than myself, and I don't do it anymore, but I used to do it quite a lot as a teenage girl, it would be where they would be have different legs than me their arms would be smaller they would have a different stomach than me they would be taller they would have different boobs they would have a bigger bum they would their ears would be smaller their they would have a sharper jawline than me they'd have bigger lips and even to say that just now is exhausting to go on this extensive list of things that I didn't have or was I did have and it was just slightly different than someone else that I would never meet in my whole life I'll just see her on my phone is ridiculous and it's so sad because obviously I have to sit here and kind of tell you to love yourself and accept the way that you look and that you are beautiful it's so hard for me to say that because of course if someone said that to me when I was 17 years old I'd be like okay yeah cool but I'm still going to compare myself because I don't look like that we see so many different versions of what the beauty standard is online and somebody said the other day on tiktok how crazy it is that if we didn't have social media we would still be seeing beautiful people but not in the extent that it was every two seconds could be every one second that you swipe down you see another girl you see another girl and i'm speaking in the perspective from a woman because i don't want to give my perspective on how it feels for a guy because that wouldn't be right because obviously i don't know but I used to compare every single little thing about myself really like down to my eyebrows, down to the length of my eyelashes. And at one point, I remember speaking to my mum about it because I was like, I'm just so sick of feeling this way. And I was just really, really run down with it. And my mum said, she was like, well, what are you doing to make yourself feel like this? And I was like, I don't know, I'm not doing anything. And she was like, no, you are your own worst enemy because in your mind you're telling yourself that because you look different, it's a bad thing. Because you have a different colour eyes, it's a bad thing. Which is crazy because it's something that I can't change about myself. I'm comparing aspects about myself that belong to me individually. Like the colour of my eyes, the shape of my ears, you know, the current length of my hair. They're things that I can't change about myself. If you can't change something... Oh, this is one. If you, if someone can't change something in five seconds, don't say it to them. It's like saying to someone like, oh, um, I don't know, saying like, oh, your lipstick's smudged off. Yeah, tell them, then they can fix it. Oh, you've got food on your face. Yeah, they can wipe it off. You've got mascara on your eye. They can wipe it off. But if you're literally sitting down with yourself and in your head, you've got someone telling you, oh, she's got longer hair than you. She's more beautiful. Oh, she's got a slimmer physique. So she's more beautiful. If you had a friend like that, if your best friend 
was constantly in your ear telling you that there were things wrong with you, you would cut them off. So you have to cut off that voice in your head. You need to literally break up with this version of yourself that is so mean and so critical of things that are actually very beautiful about yourself. Whether you believe it or not right now, but I believe it, you have to break up with yourself and create this new version in your mind. And you do have to fake it till you make it because I was so self-conscious, but I almost had to trick myself into thinking that I was never that kind of person. I was always really confident. The only way that I became confident was accepting the fact that I looked different to other people. And that phrase is not a bad thing. I learned to accept that, okay, my stomach might be a little bit bigger than other girls. My legs are bigger, but that's because I've been an Irish dancer and my legs have, have been able to provide me with that experience. I have naturally ginger hair, but I'm not going to let kind of past experiences in school where boys would tell me that that's horrible make me change my hair colour again. I'm not going to feel pressured into putting on no makeup because the new trend is to not wear any makeup at the minute. I'm going to wear what I want to wear, you know, just because your arms might be a little bit bigger than a girl you saw on the internet doesn't mean that you're any less valuable than that person. That person could be very self-conscious for all you know, but see aspects about yourself that you'd previously seen negatively. For example, the size of your stomach and thank it. Be appreciative and grateful for what your stomach has been able to experience in your life. You know, you're with your body. You're the only person that's going to be with your body for the rest of your life, all of your life. So take care of it. Be kind to it and thank it almost. I sometimes, of course, we all still get a little bit self-conscious, but I get sometimes self-conscious, say, about my legs. I'm still going to wear mini skirts. I'm still going to wear shorts. I'm still going to wear swimming costumes because why do I have to hide myself? Why should I feel any less beautiful just because my legs might have got bigger since I was 12 years old. Learn to accept the fact that you've changed. Saying that you've changed is a good thing. It's like that trend on TikTok where it's like, oh, I'm never going to see that person again. I'm never going to see that person again. You're not the same person as you used to be. See that as a good thing. When we compare ourselves, we begin to change into someone that we're not because we lose a sense of authenticity. For example, when I compare my fashion sense to other people and I try my hardest to kind of come up with these outfits and take inspiration from Pinterest, I'm almost at my lowest in my confidence because I'm not dressing for myself, I'm dressing for what's online. And comparing what I'm wearing to other people kills this sense of authenticity and confidence that I've built up in myself because I'm adhering to this beauty standard that I think exists. Of course, beauty standards exist. And of course, there is kind of this societal expectation, but you don't have to bow down to it. You don't have to feel the need to change the way you do your makeup because that's how other people around you like it. You don't have to feel the need to dress more casually just because that's what everybody else wears to the pub. Wear six inch heels if you want to the pub, you know? Don't compare your brain because the way that you dress, the way that you present yourself to the world and the way that you are as a person is an accumulation of experiences and things you've gone through. Heartbreak, you know, sadness, joy. It's in what you eat, it's what you read, it's what you listen to, it's what you watch. 
So this amazing person that you are, why would you want to hide any aspect about that? Think of yourself as your best friend, like look at yourself from an outside perspective as if you were a different person. Look at yourself and kind of pick apart things that you admire. You'd be like, you know what? Fair enough. I love her outfit today. I love her shoes today. I love that perfume that she's wearing. I love her freckles. I love uh, her skin. Her Her skin looks really good today. Her hair looks really healthy today. You would tell that to your best friend and you'd tell that to someone if you saw them walking down the road and they looked really pretty. So tell it to yourself. You have to treat yourself as if you are your best friend or as if you're even your partner. Because if you were in a romantic relationship, you would treat that person with the utmost love and adoration. So why not do that to yourself? Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I've had this constant feeling of just being exhausted and having no creative inspiration in what I want to wear, in how I want to do my makeup, in what I even want to achieve. And it's because I haven't been myself. I've been a version that I think is most fitted to what I see online. Because I've been spending so much time on social media, which I do love doing that because obviously it's kind of my job at some point in my life. I love doing that, but also I've lost essences of myself that I had prior to spending so much time on social media, which I'm working on getting those things back. But sometimes I need to take a step back and be like, okay, if I have no creative inspiration, it's because I'm not building up, as I spoke in my last episode, about my own personal culture. The way that you dress and the way that you go about your life is created on the basis of what you watch, what you read, what you eat, what you listen to, what you do on your day-to-day basis, if you meditate or anything like that. So I need to take a step back and spend some time listening to podcasts, spending time with myself, going out for coffee with myself again, going back to the basics of just spending time alone so that I learn to accept the fact that, okay, I need to kind of step back to this point and need some time with myself. But also in that process, you learn to love yourself again. When you learn to love yourself, you accept any aspects of yourself that you might have previously seen as flaws or you might have seen as flaws from being on social media all the time or comparing yourself in general when you spend time alone you might be able to go out shopping or you might start reading new books and therefore learning new interests you learn so many things about yourself by spending times alone and especially when you spend time alone and you learn to not beat yourself up when you are lonely you start to learn that being lonely doesn't being alone doesn't mean that you're lonely it it's a privilege to be with yourself think of yourself constantly as your best friend because you are you spend the rest of your life with yourself so why not why be at war with yourself for another day why not treat yourself with so much kindness just for 24 hours and see how much of a 
more authentic version of yourself you become because your personality changes, your mood changes, your fashion sense might change, your music taste might change because you're actually learning things about yourself authentically rather than learning things online about what you should be like. There is, of course, this sense of pressure that I felt being on social media of how I should look like. And I don't mean me posting on social media. I mean as in seeing so many amazing, successful, gorgeous people. And I'm not, I'm not a jealous person. I don't look at it and I'm like, oh my God, like I really, you know what I mean? Whatever, I'm not horrible about it. But of course I look at myself and I'm like, why haven't you achieved that? Why don't you look like that? And you have to take a step back and be like, hang on a minute. Again, we're in two different situations. This person's life is on a completely different track to me. If you have a dream, for example, if you wanted to be a world famous actress and you were watching the Oscars and you got upset because you haven't got an Oscar yet, so you feel as if you'll never do it, that person that's accepting that award could be 60 years old and this is their first Oscar. Everybody has a different journey in life and I believe that you want everything for a reason because in your future, you already have it. But if you're comparing yourself to someone else on the internet, to a celebrity, to someone that you just met, to a friend, you have to remember that you're two different people and you're on two different paths. So you will get there in the end. If you wanna look a certain way, you will get there. If you wanna achieve something specifically, you will get there, just not right now. Allow yourself the process and allow yourself the love and compassion that you can give yourself and accept that you are who you are. You look the way that you look and you act the way that you act because that is you. That's not them, that's you. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I just want to leave you on the fact that I really hope that you accept the fact that there is no such thing as a flaw about yourself, that you are perfect and amazing and incredible and any dream that you have, I'm sure you will achieve. And if you are comparing yourself right now and you are getting a little bit down about it, just remember again that you guys are in two different situations that if you really want something, I'm 100% told that you'll achieve it. And if you're comparing the way that you look, you are absolutely amazing. You're beautiful. And there's no such thing as a flaw. It's that time in every episode where I either discuss literature or a film review. And today's film review is going to be about Her by Spike Jones with Joaquin Phoenix in. And the review is titled, I am yours and I am not yours. Film is an art form for the first time since the 60s. A piece of artistic expression that made me feel so warm and fuzzy inside while tearing that sensation from me with the most honest depiction of love I've ever resonated with. Spike Jones managed to subject the audience to such tranquil imagery through the contrast of close-up to distance cinematography. The power dynamics between constantly being aligned with Theodore's side to then being ripped away only further emphasised by the overall thesis of the film. The way that one person in the whole entire universe can make you feel like poetry written just for them to them rubbing out your story from their book. Do we truly rely on technology to provide safety? Do we think of it as a vehicle for friendship, better still a replacement for physical life at all? Joaquin Phoenix has yet again provided a truly ethereal performance through such a lovable character. I believe this to be intentionally done by Jones through aspects of costume. His glasses connecting to the nerdy, therefore innocent stereotype, his freshly pressed skirt and trousers, and most importantly, his paper clip in his shirt. Such a simple thing to hold up his love, showed to be both the fragility love can hold on someone, but also the simplicity of his love for Samantha, 
However, the complexity of contest between something so weak and something so advanced. The paperclip acted to me as iconography for Theodore, a paperclip only being accessed by touch, something Samantha will never be able to do, foreboding their doomed love. Phoenix's character portrayal of Theodore represented perfectly the aftermath of falling in love to me, the failure of codependence. The film overall acted as a beautiful metaphor for love. I am yours and I am not yours. Someone can be utterly infatuated by you, but no matter what you will, never will have each other. Both Theodore and Samantha fell in love with a person who was never really there. We fall in love with a version of someone, not who they really are. We construct this perfect image and ideology of someone in reaction to ourselves to then be heartbroken when we realise it was all a facade. Growing, but not growing apart. How lovers can individually evolve and expand into the world, leaving the constructed version of themselves behind. Not necessarily falling out of love, but not being that person anymore. And that's okay. Samantha and Theodore's love symbol to me how I personally view love. You fall in love with someone to then fall out of love with yourself. You deter yourself to bring someone up, a constructed version of someone you want to be in reality. You can adore the version of conjoined love when you are together in your own little world, but as soon as you invite the rest of the world in, things change. Love can never be transparent, and there will always be shields of coloured glass to shade your view. The movie is truly an art form, from the unique sequences, from trees to stairs to trains to clouds to mountains, gives the spectator a sense of security surrounding this story. The simple imagery giving us the expectation of love being simple, the sequence of shots focusing on bodily parts consistently throughout the film, connecting to Samantha's pain of not being real, her love being diminished due to her difference. This film made me feel so warm. It made me want to spend the rest of my life alone, dancing and springing around the world with my headphones on. Samantha didn't understand why she had no explanation to their love, despite the way he treated her. Even those who are not physical form, pine for love and the simple art of connection, human communication. I really hope you guys enjoyed that film review. I thought the film was so beautiful and it was so true that I really resonated with that depiction of love. And I've never been in love, but to me, from an outset of someone who hasn't been in love, it almost seems to me that I'm making up versions of people that I could fall in love with, but that's not actually who they are. And I think that this film perfectly encapsulated the fact that of technology and how even though people may not have, people may have this ultimate difference, everybody pines for love, no matter if you deny it or you deny yourself of love, everybody deep down really like craves this simple art of connection being human communication. Mwah.